Welcome back to the Make It Count Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. Today, we're talking about why you can't afford to keep avoiding your finances. And it's something, we talk about it every once in a while, but you guys here, you guys welcome. You welcome all types. People who are savvy with the books, you can help them. People who are still putting receipts in a shoebox, you can help those people. And people who just don't even want to see anything in a shoebox, just totally have avoided their <laughs> their finances, have looked away, hoping that one day they'll look again and it'll be magically you know, in order. Yeah, I think the common denominator amongst all those people you described is that they have an open mind to getting it better. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like to get better, whether you do it or you get somebody else to do it. Yeah. But that's, if you're, if you're talking about working with us in this area, like, I know I've avoided it. It's a, it's a mess. It's a you know what show. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. but it, that's okay. Like we've seen it all. Yeah, we just wanted. We just in fact. Wanted- I mean, that that's. I used to tell this people all the time. Like when and when I was in the website business, like people would always apologize for how bad their website was. Like I'd get on a phone call with a new client, and they're yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like our website's the worst. Like you're gonna hate it." And I'm like. That keeps us in business. That's why we're That's, here. Exactly. Like we're. <laughs> I showed up today so that I could I could help you make this website better. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's same for you guys. Yeah. I There's mean, a common thread is that you just want to do it better. We don't care where you've been. We mm-hmm. just want to know. We just want to be a part of where you're going with it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's that's a, basically the message for this morning, this hot podcast. Yeah. Is this morning I'm like going into uh, I know, it's two yeah, o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's basically the idea is you're just trying to get people to think about like okay, neglect is the last thing you can do. Right. So how do you? What's the next move? So before we get into it, like what are you seeing as reasons why people avoid? Fine. I mean, no one's going to argue, right? If you're a business owner, you yeah. need to have. No one's arguing for neglecting your finances. Yeah, I think. I mean, but why are people avoiding them? So one would be lack of interest, right? Like, who wants to do my? I don't want to do my books. And then you brought up the the point is like, you well, you can get somebody to do it, but let's let's put that kind of mm-hmm. that solution to the side. It's just, man, that's not interesting. I didn't get in a business to do that. Like, I do great. I'm a great salesperson. I love marketing. I love coaching. Like, I don't love accounting. I think you. I think the sales thing. I know personally for me. Yeah. Like if you start to build confidence in your sales, then you start thinking you can outsell any problem you have in your business. That's a really great point. Like so, a, like you're <laughs> always just like thinking that won't. No problem will be a problem whenever I close all these deals. That's true. So like you're always just thinking like that's. Yeah. That's, I'll it's, deal with that later. Right now I'm I'm hustling. Like I'm closing <laughs> deals. You know? Well, we'll say there is a phrase that you probably heard it that sales cures all, and maybe that's yeah. where that comes from. And to a certain extent, that's true. What it means is if I bring in enough dollars in this business, it covers a multitude of ills. Meaning, yeah. I can outsource the things I stink at. Yeah. 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 And so there is probably this like idea, especially in startup culture where like finance is like, that's a big company's problem. That's like for not for growing companies. <laughs> right. Growing companies that can be reckless. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll sort it out later. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's the first thing is that just no interest. Don't want to deal with that. Like I'd rather do other things. I'm better at other things that mm-hmm. kind of all falls into that camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, another reason would be is that 
well, not only do I, am I not interested in it, I'm not good at it. So you've got the interest or not or lack thereof, and then you've got the, ugh, this I'm not good at this. Yeah. So I avoid. Like we all do this. There's things we all hate. We avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. And and so many of the things that make your business. Like I think of a lot of creative businesses, a lot of professional services, things that like if you're really good with certain things that make your business what it is, it might be that stereotypically you're bad with, oh. with organization, with numbers, you know what I mean? Yeah, they absolutely run counterintuitive mm-hmm. to having this skill set, Yeah, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And so that's fine. You, you stink at this. I stink at number of things. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't Watercolor do... Watercolor painting. Well, I, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, in, yeah, I don't do them. Yeah. Or, I'll, or if they're a necessity. And I mm-hmm. think that's the next thing we, we need to kind of mention is that there's things that you can say I'm not good at, therefore I don't do. But there's also things that you're, you don't, you're not good at but have to be done. And that yeah. would fall in the camp of outsourcing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what you're getting at is responsibility. Yeah. So, like, every business owner has a responsibility to have a set of books. Right. And, you know... And responsibility to probably have a good set of books is yeah. what you argue for. You right. know, done in a certain way. You know what I mean? But they don't necessarily have to do them. So all right. So people avoid it for all kinds of reasons. Right. Um Yeah, but yeah, the problem keeps persisting. What's like the longest you've seen? Like what's what's a Oh man, so we had a client here recently, and I will say this, um, we will take on people in this area if they commit to doing it right. And so what I'm about to tell you is somebody who was a client of ours, but like it was like six or seven years of stuff need to be done. And it, and like you would, th- it went like you think it would go in the sense that they really weren't committed. So like we'd ask them, hey, what's this? Or we need help with this? Or we need these bank statements? It just couldn't. It was almost like then they kind of like they got like half pregnant. I would say it's like we're gonna we're gonna jump into this a little bit, but God, we still hate this. So you're asking us questions about this. So to answer your question, I've seen some people go seven eight years, and those people, the further you go, the less likely you are to fix it. Yeah, because it then it just becomes a problem that you just bury, and you just hope doesn't bite you. Well, and could I ask this? Were they yeah. struggling or were they were they doing okay? They're okay. Yeah, that's I mean, probably what I mean. That's probably why you can go seven. Or yeah, eight years, status you know? quo hadn't bur- buried you yet. Yeah, yeah. Like you, they were the type of business where it was like um, a consulting business, so they didn't have the need to borrow money or something mm-hmm. like that. But they didn't. They couldn't do their tax returns, and that's a piece of you need to buy a house, or you need sure, to, yeah. or just a number of things. Maybe the government owes you money, like mm-hmm. you know, myriad of things. Why yeah. you would need to do that for tax purposes? Yeah, at some point you're going to hit a roadblock. Correct. Where you, you know, you yeah. gotta you gotta file your taxes. Right. Um. So yeah, seven, eight years. You can. Some some of us are listening to that and saying, "Wow, I've got plenty of time. I've got." So, I'm an overachiever. Uh, yeah, 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 I've got so, so much more I'm neglect a, in my great, future. Right, right. So much. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. Like I didn't know I was so responsible. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, but man, there are others probably thinking like, "Oh my gosh, how are you? How are you sleeping at night? Right. You know, going going right. that long without getting things organized." All right, so let's move on to the you know really the the meat and potatoes here. Yep. So how to the how do you overcome that? Like, how do we get out of neglecting? Like, face the music. We talked a little bit before this of just like kind of relating it a little bit to like other personal growth areas, like weight loss or any kind of other, you know, life changing thing that you know is difficult to do. Yeah, Um, that's. I would say you have to think with. It's kind of like 
you know, Stephen Covey said, think with the end in mind or start with the end in mind. It's like, okay, I want to have a successful business and I want to do X, Y, and Z. Does that kind of business run without a set of financial statements? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Probably the answer to that is no. I mean, yeah, they, they have a set of financials. They don't go without them. So, like, think about your goals. Like, what are you trying to achieve? Like, if you would say, I want to lose weight. But you're, you're really trying to say, this is the type of person I want to become. I want to become a person that's fit. That mm-hmm. when they get out of bed in the morning, they have energy. I can mm-hmm. play with my kids. That type of person doesn't consume lots of crappy foods and drink Cokes all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking you want to be a better business owner and have something that's worthwhile and grow and have something to be proud of, that that's not congruent with somebody who lets their books lapse for years. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step. Like, where are we going? Right? What do we want to be? And then you start to say, okay, just admit the problem. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned to you earlier, a buddy of mine went on Facebook uh, years ago, yeah, and he was like, he said, "I want some public accountability." He got in his boxer briefs on Facebook, out of shape, and said, "Here I am, I'm one public accountability." Yeah. I'm not saying do that. Don't post yeah. your don't post your your spreadsheet yeah. or your P and L on Facebook. Yeah, he wanted accountability specifically with his weight loss goals, <laughs> right. right? Not as not as but the fashion point, choice. But the point right? is, get to the point where you say enough's enough. Like, yeah. okay, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done this in nine months. Yeah. Yeah. As I was thinking about it, I was thinking, you know, we're talking about weight loss and things. And I was thinking with, here's how accounting in my mind is a little different than weight loss. And I want to explore both options, right? So like you can either give up or you can, and that sounds negative, but we'll we'll come back to why that I think could be okay because it's, it's finances and, or you can get motivated. Right. And like with weight loss, you can't give up. No one else can lose the weight for you. You have to, you know, you have to put in the work. But in accounting and finance, you have to take responsibility, but you don't have to be the one yeah. to actually do the work. And that may free some people up, you know what I mean, that are like really like, okay, wow, I'm oh, I'm so intimidated by it. But those are your options. You can give up and you can just take responsibility and say, all right, I want to just get somebody to do this. Right. Or you can get motivated and, and get on the ball and start doing some things yourself. Yeah. So like... As a way to get over, so as a way to overcome avoiding yeah. it, let's talk about both. Like, what does it look like for somebody to actually just say, you know what, I'm I'm done. Like, Dude. how do I give up? How do I how do yeah. I give give you a CPA yeah. my my finances? I have a perfect example of this because it happened today with a contract we signed. Somebody basically came to me about two weeks ago. We've been talking for about a year. They they like what we were doing. Hey, I'm not really ready for that. You know. You know, I I like what you guys are doing, but mm, I don't know if I can. I don't have the budget, but they they can see the value, and they came to us recently. And said, look, so kind of this look in the mirror. Where are we going? I want what do we what do we look like in five years? Kind of thing. He goes, look, we're really growing. I got somebody in house that doesn't do a good job of this, and I want them focused on what we do well. Like this operation, this aspect of our business, they are really key player in that. I want them out of the accounting. Because I know where we're going and it's growth. So I'm turning it over to you. He literally said in the call today, I want to do as little as possible. What are y'all doing? That's what he said in the call. He mm-hmm. said, "What did, he said? okay, you told me all the things you're doing. What are we still doing? And I was like, it's only these couple of things. Like making paying the vendors and depositing the money. Mm-hmm. Pushing and pulling the money is what I call it. Yeah. Like we're not going to deposit or pay your bills. But after, after that, he said, I want y'all to do everything. And what he was saying was, I've seen the opportunity cost of somebody doing it bad internally. I'm willing to give it up so mm-hmm. that you can do it better and I can rely on you while I grow. 
Yeah. Like it was like it was a really mature play. I mean, I'm not just saying that because I got the business. Mm-hmm. It's not that expensive, relatively speaking, to what it's costing him to do it now. Yeah. And they're doing a terrible job. He knew that. I mean, I don't yeah. think it would be anything if I would say that. He'd go, yeah, that was a person not trained for this. But yeah. it's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, I want to be a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, of that's- giving it up. Yeah. And that's prob- that's a little bit of both, actually. It's yeah. like get it, giving up and realizing, too, like- it's better to have like you're you're freeing that employee up. You know yeah, what I mean? like you're you're letting that person now focus on what they're good at, and that that's yeah. uh, you're not just passing that same mentality down to your employee of like you that's know what I mean. Good point. Like that's what the business owner mindset's constantly like toggling yeah. between like can I do this myself or do I have to outsource it? And then sometimes we just like take that same mentality and just give it to the next, yeah. the middle management. You know what I well, mean? Well, I would say this. It's the way we think about technology a lot. It's not that we're trying to replace so-and-so's job. We're trying to move them to more value-added role. Mm-hmm. So you just made that same point. In the example I gave you, this particular business owner wanted to move his employee to a better value-adding role in his organization. Right. They shine in operations of this thing. Mm-hmm. They don't shine in accounting. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I don't shine in their business. Right. So he outsourced it to us. He's like, look, you let's take off. Let's go. Because uh, mm-hmm. too often people then say, okay, they come to the point of, okay, I, I agree. I need to do the books. Get the office manager to do it. Right. And that's kind of on, I'm coming on the heels of that decision. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good point. But you see that often. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no one's going to argue like, okay, I know at some point a small business owner, I got to focus on what I'm good at and I can't do the books. I got to, but then you delegate that to the, <laughs> to somebody else in the same conflict, yeah. you know? Or the people that get their, you know, the the office manager is just the quintessential one because a lot of falls mm-hmm. on their shoulders. It's right. the office manager who's doing social media now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We all agree we need this, that they came to the conclusion we all need social media. We all agree. Okay, yeah. we suck at it. Yeah, let you know whoever do it. Right, right. You know Daniel, let him run. It's like, well, is Daniel a social media guy? Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's just a, that's one of those those tensions to manage, right? Correct. In a growing business, there's always going to be always that tension. But that's a good way to think about it. So, gi- giving up. I mean, just give it up. Give it to a professional. Right. And that's one way to do it. And I think that's what's interesting is like, there's no. We we talked about this earlier. Like, there's no shame in that no. that idea. There's no that. In fact, it's <laughs> that's that's helpful. Um, but the other option is getting motivated. I mean, to actually do it. What what is it that you've seen actually motivates people? Is it a taste of it? Like, is it them being exposed to it? What are yep. in your line of work? Like, when you actually work with clients and you've seen them kind of take the ball and run with it. What What's the factor that actually gets them motivated? I think it's a little bit of taste of it, and not in the sense that you're, t- that you're thinking, not like, oh, I did this and it felt good to do it, although that might happen. It's, oh, I did this, I got some tangible data. Mm-hmm. Like I gave you the example earlier, yeah. I have a friend, he's talking about his wife spending too much, and he wants to show her the credit card statement. She goes, babe, I don't even want to look at it. Like I don't even want to... And if you can't look at it, like a, a financial statement or a credit card statement or a bank statement is like the mirror when you're fat. Mm-hmm. You look in the mirror and you go, holy crap, I'm fat. Like mm-hmm. you look at the credit card statement and you go, oh my God, we spend too much. Some people, when they when they get motivated, is because they get a little bit of that like that uh, accountability, almost self-accountability. Like, oh my God, I didn't know I was spending that. Mm-hmm. How much did we spend this month? So they did yeah. the backs, they, they went back and did it. And then they went, 
well, dang, what did we spend to date this month? Now it becomes a little bit of like a like a hobby horse a little bit. Like, okay, I want to do my finances because I want to know where I'm at. Yeah. And really, that's where we all should be going. Whether I'm outsour- you're outsourcing it to me and I'm telling you, or you're doing it and I'm helping you interpret the results, either way, we're trying to get to the same place where it's like you have a mirror, i.e. your financial statements, telling you how you're doing. That's where all the paths are leading. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So once you've once you've experienced the data and you see that it's it's helpful to you, it changes your perspective. You Absolutely. start wanting to you know keep looking at more data. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've done this in your life. Like you and I are both like that. We've had certain things where like, oh, we got to track this now. Like mm-hmm. whether it's weight's always the one, the good example. But once you start getting feedback, mm-hmm. that's what data is. Data's yeah. feedback. Mm-hmm. You crave it. Like if you're also if you're growth minded, like the data starts to become like a source of. Um, can be really positive, like, oh, we're doing great, let's go tell everybody, or dang, we gotta fix things. Yeah. But you start to crave that data. Yeah, for sure. So I mean it, it really I mean, it just starts with starting. Yeah, <laughs> get that, off I mean, get is, off home plate. Get on you know, yeah. get the first base. Or yeah. is it get off first base? I never know. I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna nod. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> were like, you were yeah, sounds like, yeah, good. Yeah, just shoot, get moving. Yeah, like, shoot the touchdown, whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, just get after it. I mean, what? and I will say this one point. You were kind of talking all around finances, and we talk about we have heavily hit on the delegation or outsourcing. One thing I will say, if you do it yourself or you outsource it, you one thing you cannot delegate, I always tell this to clients, you cannot delegate the understanding of your finances. Mm. You can certainly delegate the doing of them, meaning the input of the data, the month right. and close, the capturing of the documents, invoicing, collections, all that kind of stuff. Mm. You can outsource that. But you cannot under you cannot outsource the understanding of what that data is telling you. But if you've outsourced it, it's going to give you more time to sit with an advisor. Say, okay, monthly, I know I don't have to deal with my finances. Maybe I deal with it. I look at the bank account, I check receivables, all that kind of stuff. But I look at the finances monthly with my advisor, and they're making me better at understanding it, such that when I get the data now, I'm acting on it better. You know, so you yeah. got that component. Yeah, and that's I mean that's why you guys don't sell it without it. You know, no. because they go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, we like, want if we said we want you to run a better business, that's the reason why I can't just do your tax return. Mm-hmm. Goes, I mean, almost like a, and this is gonna sound like dramatic, but it goes against my core. Yeah, I want to help you throughout the year get it right. Mm-hmm. Not at the end of the year, I get your tax return. I'm like, golly, dude, what are y'all doing over there? Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, like I want you and I talking, and we both know you're killing it. Yeah. Or you're not. What's going on? Let's fix some things. Right. Yeah. That's good. So I mean, <laughs> honestly, like you guys force people out of that, out of that avoiding, you know. And so this is a uh, this is a place. <laughs> Open arms, man. Is, just no <laughs> no guilt, no shame. You know. That's right. Just, we've seen it all. Yeah. Trust me. If you bring your books to somebody, kind of you at the website, mm-hmm. you'd seen a million websites. Mm-hmm. You'd seen great ones. You'd seen bad ones. I'm the same way. I've seen people who haven't reconciled their bank account in five years. I see people who do it every day mm-hmm. and everything in between. I've not always been the best with my finances. Like, I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like, what's the cobbler's kids with no shoes? Yeah, kind of yeah. like, like yeah. I'm not saying I've always done it the, in my life, mm-hmm. but I do it now. Yeah. But I just want people to, I, the point I'm trying to make is there's, you can fix this. You're not, don't mm-hmm. be embarrassed. Get some help. Yeah. Address it today, not tomorrow. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not in jail, <laughs> then there's hope for your right. uh, then your group can offer you help. That's right. You know, with your taxes and with your uh, with your finances and your books and everything else. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. Yep. You know, for all of our listeners, listeners who aren't <laughs> in prison right now. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, if you're not, uh, if you have freedom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You then can you, choose to work with us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then you have the freedom to get responsible. And, that's right. And um, and go from there. All right. All right. Well, we'll end on that note. So yeah, stop avoiding your finances. Yep. Look in the mirror. Slap yourself, whatever you need to do, <laughs> right. and either get either either give up and give it to somebody, or get motivated to yeah. to start somewhere. Yep. And, and one, you know, you may start and then give it up. That happens all the time. That's true. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, you can go to Mirror Group. You can find other podcasts there as well, and you can reach out to to Mirror Group if you're ready to give it up or get motivated. Either one. So, till next time. See ya.